Hi, this is David Cogswell. I'm here with James Rodriguez, President and CEO of uh, Atlas Voyages. We are on the World Navigator in Chilean Patagonia, and this is Insider Travel Report. Hello, James. How are you, sir? Doing very well. It's an exciting day today. The, the naming of our ship, uh, second ship. It's an exciting day for everyone. And yesterday was the naming of another ship, right? Yes, our World Traveler, our brand new ship. Uh, we just named her uh, with our godmother in the Pia Glacier, uh, which was spectacular. I just can't, uh, I'm still a little overwhelmed by the scenery. It was almost like set in a movie set, uh, so beautiful. It really was. It was overwhelming, I must say. And this too, these uh, environments are just, uh, you can't be unmoved by this. So you uh, took on this role uh, August 1st, and uh, well, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about uh, I guess we've covered this event pretty much. Um, what's, uh, what else can we talk about with this event? Well, I think uh, it's a milestone in the company's uh, history. This brand was created in late 2019, and unfortunately, world events, the pandemic, uh, kind of put the company on pause. So this is the start of, restart of the company uh, in November. So both ships will actually, are they're here in Antarctica, uh, actually right out here in the beautiful uh, glacier, both ships will be here. Uh, and we start in earnest our new season um, when we get back to Ushuaia on November the 21st. So. And this is uh, the first of your ship's Traveler, World Traveler, which is also down here as the second. And you have others coming now, right? Yes. Uh, the Navigator, which we're on right now, we took possession of her in 2020. Um, and then we just started sailing her <clears throat> and the water um, in August of 2021. And so she had a somewhat of a stint. Uh, stunted season, um, but now we're restarting both of them. We took possession of our newest ship, Traveler, in October, just this past October. And so we now have two beautiful ships that will be sailing the world in most uh, polar regions. So we'll be, we're an expedition type product. So both ships will be here doing expeditions from November through March. And then in April, both ships will head towards Europe. Then one ship will head to the Arctic and do the Arctic. The other ship will do the traditional med uh, and the Greek Isles. And so we're really excited about having both the yacht style expedition product and also the yacht style cruise product as well. Wonderful. So you have a, a, a pretty long history in the cruise industry, uh, including about 20 years at Oceana Cruises. Uh, how would you uh, define this product, Atlas Voyages, versus really anything else that's on the market right now? Well, you know, the expedition market right now is very hot. There's lots of interest in this part of the world. Lots of people want to go and explore um, the expedition um, space, right? So I think this product itself is a little bit different from other, other products out there. When I say yacht style expeditions, this ship and this company makes expeditions more accessible to those who maybe didn't want or the heavy trekking because <laughs> when you think of antarctica you're thinking you're going to have to trek and you're going to have to have you know ice picks and uh this product it takes people to the farthest reaches of the world in style and grace 
and uh, allows guests uh, a more intimate style experience, more as if you chartered your own yacht and you're coming on board. You get to know the expedition team a little bit closer. You get to know the chefs, the captain. Um, and so this, this environment with only 184 guests in the expedition space gives people that opportunity to get to know one another, get to know the crew and staff, and also allows you to do more landings a day than some of the larger ships itself. So I think in that respect, it sets us a, a bit apart from some of the competition. Where we're positioned in the market is more of like upper premium type expedition product. We um, have a beautiful ship, I'm sure you can attest to. It is it is all luxury. The, um, the accommodations, the appointments of the ship, the beauty of the ship, uh, you feel like you are on your own private yacht. Um, and then to be able to go to some of these beautiful places and just be awed by nature, um, that coupled with the ship and the the friendly service and the the the, uh, the style of, of of yachting that we we give people, I think gives people a sense of nature in a more comfortable, relaxed way. And the ship. Uh the product itself is really uh, focused, I guess, more on the destination than on the ship. You mentioned you don't have like uh, a dozen restaurants or rock climbing walls or whatever. It's really uh, it's about comfort and, and getting there. And yet you're on an expedition, but you don't feel like you're trekking it or something like that. Um, so uh, how does... Um, how does this, uh, how will you be marketing this? How will you try to get this message to the market? Well, I think um, with our, our price point, it makes it accessible to not only the luxury guests, but also the premium guests who maybe want more of a intimate style cruise experience with less uh, guests on board. Uh, and I think the price point allows them to actually get into the, a more of a luxury product, uh, but at a upper premium price. So. The way we market uh, the ship is simply uh, a yacht style expedition uh, product where uh, you're coming on, it's very yacht casual, um, there's no pretenses, and it's a very authentic experience for uh, the guest and the crew and staff itself. You had mentioned the uh, difference between the price point between a um, all out luxury product versus what you're selling here, which seems quite large. What, what is the difference in that? Yeah. Well, if you, every product's different and everybody has different price points, but um, some of the ultra luxury products that are here, which are great products in themselves, there's a product out there for everyone. Um, a lot of their price points start over the thousand dollar range per person per day at say 1200 to 1500. Um, our price point is going to start right now for this season, anywhere from 750 to 950 per person per day. So you can actually see the, the difference there. We have an all-inclusive onboard experience. So when you get on board, uh, the dining is all-inclusive. The premium pours are all-inclusive in the price. And the fact that we don't have six open seating dining restaurants or the, the multiple bars and lounges uh, does two things. One, it makes it more of an intimate experience. And again, it is like chartering your own yacht for yourself. Uh, but it also gives us the opportunity to be very creative in menu design. So every day you're in the restaurant, there is a different type menu um, in, in, in the dining experience. So you're going to get the dining options that you would normally get and they you know if you had six open seating dining restaurants uh but you're going to get that on board this ship in our dining room and uh get a more intimate experience 
I believe the company uh, actually started in 2019, right? Correct. Which is obviously the worst time to do almost anything in the travel industry. But at the same time, uh, it seems that COVID has changed the world and changed travelers, changed the mentality. And, and in a sense, it, it, as I've heard people say, it accelerated a number of trends. And uh, it seems it, it, as if you're actually a little better positioned now than you may have been. How, how would you say uh, the market has changed since that period? Well, I think in a pre-pandemic world where everyone was traveling, people have been to these places many, many times. So they were looking at very exotic options of, of where have I not been? Where do I want to go? And I think what happened post-pandemic is people really wanted to connect with the world again. They wanted to connect with each other. And so some of the places like for myself, I don't even know how many times I've actually been to Rome. But post-pandemic, I wanted to reconnect with that space. I wanted to go to these places that I've been. I want to take my family there and show them because you have a, a different appreciation for the world coming out of a, a pandemic, right? So, you know, what we've done is we've uh, created our itineraries to kind of meet the moment. And that is mixing marquee ports with boutique ports. And what I mean by that, the marquee ports, the ones you really want to connect with again, you may have been to Rome or Istanbul um, or been to London or uh, you know Denmark. You may have been to these places before, but this, we now mix those marquee ports with special boutique ports that only yachts can actually get to. So we give the people the option to reconnect and we also give the op option for them to have, uh, you know, their port collectors out in the world where they have a map on their wall and they want to go to all these different places. We give them a mix of those types of uh, destinations. So I know your, uh, your basic marketing strategy is key uh, the travel agent community is uh, key to that. Uh, how are you seeing uh, the uh, the future in the next few months, next uh, year or so? That we're seeing various. There's always uh, speculation about the economy. We really never know what's going to happen. But uh, how are you seeing things going forward? Is it looking good? Is are things picking up? Is the recognition getting out there and so forth? I think so. You know, our, our relationship with the travel advisor community is, is extremely important to me and to the company. I started my career on the travel advisor side of the business. So I know uh, that side of the business. And so being on this side of the business, a healthy, uh, profitable relationship with the travel advisor community is important to the survival of, of a company. So we're really engaged in really for, forging those bonds with, with our travel partners. Uh, but I think also just in a post-pandemic world, like we were just discussing, that the travel advisor role has become even more important these days because people are looking to them uh, for information that they may not may not be readily available um, on, just on the Internet. They want the advice. You know, they want the advice of a travel advisor who's experienced, knows these products and can give them really authentic information that makes their travel uh, planning even better. So, Yeah, and it's a time when, uh, I guess, uh, more than ever, there's a security element that uh, when you travel, you need to know for sure what you need to do, who, where you need to go, and if things change quickly and so forth. Um, so uh, I think we've covered most of, uh, of what we need to cover today, sir. It was very, very uh, an honor speaking to you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Great pleasure being on the ship and uh, hope to see you again soon. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure.